does around that. 20 seconds to go. So. Blog Talk Radio. Okay. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. It is Monday, June 4th, 2018. Um, if you would like to join us um, in the chat room, please go to my page on uh, Facebook under uh, Terry Scott, and you can click on the link there. You can also find it on Jesse J's page as well on Facebook, and that will bring you into the chat room. Again, go to my Facebook page, Terry Scott, and click on the link, and that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. We welcome your phone calls with questions for my guest this evening, saxophonist Jesse J. It's been 10 years since she has released her debut album, Tequila Moon, and she is celebrating with a live Yoshi's 10-year anniversary record special. Welcome back, Jesse. Thank you. It's great to be here, Terry. It's always nice talking to you and catching up. Well, I appreciate the interview. Thank you so much. Um, I know you're a busy lady. And so I really appreciate your time this evening. And um, congrats to you on this new release, 10 Years. How does it feel? Oh, it feels great. I mean, I can't believe it's been 10 years. It feels like just yesterday that Tequila Moon came out on the radio. And time flies. That's all I have to say. I mean, it was extra special recording it with the fans live at Yoshi's in Oakland. And everyone there had a great time. And we, we did a captured all the songs on you know tape and also on video so there's also youtube clips from all the songs on the album on my youtube page oh oh okay so now is there a separate dvd that's going to be available for purchase we didn't make a dvd i decided to just make it available online on youtube that way it's free for everyone who wants to watch it yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. So now when you decided to do this um, 10 year anniversary special, did you always want to do it live, make a live recording? Yeah, that's a, that was always my goal. I had heard so many other live artists like Cannonball Adderley. One of my favorite albums of his is a uh, mercy, mercy, mercy. And it's all live mm-hmm. with his brother, Nat Adderley on the trumpet and there's just so much interaction with the audience. You can feel the energy. And I wanted to capture something similar to that with my live album. And having already six studio albums, I thought it was another great way to mix things up a little bit and not come back with a studio album and change it, totally have a different feel with the live album. Okay. All right. So now you have 12 tracks on this new release. It's called Live at Yoshi's, a 10-year anniversary special. And um, as I said, there are 12 tracks on the release. Now, are there some new tracks as well? There are, yes. So my single right now is called All I Want. And um, it's a live version, and there's also a studio version. So you can hear both. The one that I did with Paul Brown is the studio version. And then the live version uh, features the whole band. 
including Jay Rowe on keyboards. He has a piano solo in it. So it's a little slightly different arrangement than the studio version. But I think mm-hmm. fans like that, to have the option of hearing it live or in the studio. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they're both great versions. And then another one of the new songs is Agua y Bebes by Carlos Jobim. And I loved Brazilian music growing up in our house. My dad um, is from Sinaloa, Mexico. And then my mom is from Texas. So we had a lot of Latin music playing in the house all the time. And one of the artists that I really loved was Sergio Mendez. And that was kind of the segue into all of these beautiful Brazilian songs with a jazz twist. So uh, I I try to do at least one Brazilian song on every album. And this was the one that I chose for for, um, Live at Yoshi's. And then okay. uh, we also have a cover of uh, Despacito, which was the number one song from Luis Fonsi last summer. And it just sounds great on the saxophone, and it's a fun song for the audience to hear. So I wanted to do a cover version of that. To be honest, I didn't know if it would be on the album or not, because we recorded um, two extra songs. So mm. we just picked the best 12 ones, and that happened to be one of the best songs, so... It made the cut. It was the encore at the club, and uh, people were up already, moving around, dancing, and the band was having a lot of fun also playing it. So, yeah, it adds oh, a different okay. element to the to the album. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You know, I've never been to Yoshi's, um, so I need to get out there. Uh, I went to Anthology one time, but now that's closed, and the other Yoshi's is closed. So, yeah, I need to get to the one in um, Oakland. <sighs> Check that out. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a beautiful club, very historic, and lots of people have played there. Um, one of my favorite jazz trumpeters, Arturo Sandoval, did a live album there not too long ago, I believe a year or two ago. Then you have Pat Martino did a live album there. And then when you go there, you see on the wall all the jazz greats that have performed there. They have the black and white photos. And it just it has a cool vibe to it. And it's pretty big for a jazz club. I mean, you know, it fits uh, about 300 people, so it gets packed in there, and the audiences are always very enthusiastic, I found, in, in Oakland. So that was another reason why I wanted to record it there. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into some music, Jesse. I'm going to let you pick the first song. Okay. Um, why don't we start off with the, my new single, All I Want. The um, you, you can pick studio version or the live version, your choice. Um, I'm going to do the, what is track 12? Is that the studio? Yeah, that's like four yes, minutes. that's the so studio. This is probably studio. And then, let's see. And then track three is the live version. Let's do the live yes. version. Okay, so tell me about the song first. Okay, well, all I want kind of represents um, my dreams coming true. So I've always wanted to be a jazz musician as a solo artist. Mm-hmm. And that happened 10 years ago with my first record deal. And then another thing that I've always wanted was to be married and to start a family. So this year, my husband and I are starting a family. In August, uh, we're welcoming our baby boy. So this song incorporates all of that coming to pass, like everything you want at once. So I thought it was a great way to capture it in the song. All right. And congrats to you and your husband on the new arrival and your new baby. Uh, That's exciting. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. All right. So this is the live version of All I Want.
from from Jesse J's live at Yosh 10 year anniversary special record. That was all I want. How, I mean, I I know that you play in front of an audience all the time. Is there any difference with playing knowing that your music is being recorded for a release? Yes, definitely, because um, we only had one shot at every song. So the tempo, it is what it is. There was no Mm -hmm. way to change it. And as far as um, the, you know, the songs, like sometimes if you record an album over the course of a week, you have five nights and you have, you know, you take the best of five. But we were like, this is it. Let's go. So there was a special adrenaline rush. And then there was also like that was a brand new song, so we had only played it maybe twice before mm-hmm. um, Yoshi's. So there was a lot of fun elements in that. One of the songs that we had worked on um, called Minnie's Bounce actually uh, was, was dedicated to my doggie that passed away last year. Oh. And that song was one of the songs I really wanted to be on the album, but that day for some reason it just the recording wasn't you know as good as all the other songs, so it didn't make the cut. But, yeah, there's definitely a lot of things that can happen in a live album. It's totally different than the studio. In the studio, you can always go back and say, let's take that Mm -hmm. again, or let's take that section, or let's slow down the tempo, let's add more of this and this element. But for live, it just is what it is. So it it was fun. I enjoyed it. I I look forward to doing another live album. Mm, Okay. Now, I was reading your blog, and you mentioned that you had taken some time off to kind of reflect on music and creating new concepts. Um, what other concepts or what other new music are you looking at beyond Live at Yoshi? Well, I've been delving back into, um, well, my one of my first instruments was the piano. I've been playing a lot of piano and just studying, you know, classical music again because that was my first love as well. So I'm always going back and forth between classical music and jazz music and then pop music. So Mm. I'm just, you know, yeah, just delving into some old things that I used to love to play and playing them again and just enjoying music. Sometimes you get caught up on like gig, 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 gig. And now I'm just like, okay, what are the songs that I love to play, you know, and just doing it for fun. It has a different, um, bring something out different in the performances as well. When I go back to my old songs and then come back to jazz, it just is like a refreshment, I guess. Okay. Now the songs other than your new songs on here, the rest of the music um, are, is from your previous releases um, and you do some singing. So I want to play one of the songs that you're singing on and help me with the pronunciation here. Maskunada. Yeah, Mashkinada, that's right. Okay, I'm going to play that one next. Tell me about this one. Okay, well, this is a Brazil 66 classic from Sergio Mendes, and I love it because it's a happy song. It's all about dancing more than anything. This young lady wants to get on the dance floor and just have a good time with her friends. So it always brings a smile to people's faces because they recognize the chorus. It's so catchy, and um, people know it from generations past and the future generations because it's been covered by people like the Black Eyed Peas, and it's just a classic. It's timeless, and I was happy to record it on this album. All right, this is called Masconada. (laughs) 
Live at Yoshi's 10-year anniversary special record. That is Jessie J's brand new release. Um, you can find that on her website, Jessie, J-E-S-S-Y-J.com. So I would like to read a couple of reviews um, for, on Jessie on this release from Midwest Records, show-stoppingly, foot-stompingly, badass throughout this veritable live greatest hits that has it all, a winner throughout. People Espanol calls Jesse revolutionizing jazz as a young Latina. Nice review there. And Jazz is says increasing the boundaries of jazz both musically and demographically. So you have done quite a lot since you hit the scene with Tequila Moon. Oh, thank you, Terry. It's yeah, it's gone by so fast and I'm always thankful for people like you and others that are supporters of jazz because it's America's true art form and it's wonderful being able to play it for a living and travel around and meet everyone and and just enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I, man, I think the last time I saw you play was at Burke's and that was um, 2010, I believe. Oh, okay, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't been back to Burke since, and that was the only time I've seen you perform, and I really enjoyed that show then. Um, so I definitely need to, you know, thank you. You need to come to Vegas, or I need to go to California or something, and catch you. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I was in so. Las Vegas last year at the Clark Amphitheater. Oh, okay. Okay. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I was there. Was All right, I remember that. I was there. You were there? Oh, okay. Good. I was there. Yes, I remember that. So, yes, my apologies. I was there. Um, I remember vividly the little kids on the stage dancing. Yeah, um, I love that. Yes. They were up there <laughs> jamming. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. All right, my apologies. I do remember that now. I was there, and I enjoyed that as well. So, um, yeah. Thank All right. You. Good job, good job. All right, so I want to um, play another new song from the release, and I'm going to go with Aqua D.B. Bear. Tell me about this one. Well, this song in English is translated water to drink, and the lyrics are about opening up your heart and receiving love. So I thought it was Uh a beautiful lyric in Portuguese, and so I did it that, and then I also played the melody on my tenor sax because of the jazz version. (laughs) Now, how many languages do you speak? Well, I'm fluent in Spanish and English. I understand Portuguese and Italian. They're so similar to Spanish that you can really just figure it out. So, Okay. Yeah, I, just, right. I grew up speaking Spanish in my first language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So here is Aqua de Beber.
Aqua de Beber. I'm, I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that correctly. So, But anyway, it is on Jesse J's new release, Yo, live at Yoshi's 10-year anniversary special record. Miss Jesse J, I have a phone call. Miss Wanda is on the line. Hey, Wanda. Hi, Terry. How are you today? Well, it's evening. I am good. Goodbye. Say hello to Jesse. Well, hello. Hi, Wanda. I always, how are you? I always call my female saxophonists. I don't. I call them sax ladies. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I appreciate that. So, Thank you. So you're now you're now sax lady Jesse J. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I, it's nice being a female. Um, instrumentalist there's not that many i wish there was more but i see a lot of younger people coming through like junior high high school college age pursuing music as a career so maybe in 10 or 15 years there'll be a lot more ladies out there playing instruments well that's good because i have a i have a 12 year old niece she plays soprano sax oh that's <laughs> lovely well tell her to keep going yeah. with that I sure am. I'm gonna be the the person to encourage her. Yeah, she she took the lessons in school, but I've always loved your music. My friend, I have all of your music. I just I love your tone. It's different, and and now I know I have to get your anniversary edition. Oh, thank you, Wanda. Yeah. Um, one of the things growing up, too, is I started on the alto saxophone, and then later I switched to the tenor saxophone. But I always thought of the, the tone of the saxophone as an individual voice. So it was mm-hmm. fun finding my own my own sound. And a lot of it comes from the instrument itself, like the mouthpiece, the reed, the ligature, the pads on the saxophone. So many little details go into it, but it's also the sound that you hear in your ear to create the, mm-hmm. the, um, the you know, signature sound. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I've learned so much about the like the Lazier, the different names. Because when I went to Nam, I watched I watched all the saxophonists. You know, in, in the different booths, they would change it out their mouthpieces, and they sounded different. Uh-huh. It does, yeah. So they have I, a metal I, mouthpiece. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they have man hundreds of different mouthpieces. The metal one I use is an Autolink 7-star, so that gives you a brighter tone, but you can also use a hard rubber mouthpiece, which will give you a darker tone. But the, when I went to my setup, I always wanted to have the same setup that John Coltrane had. He had an Autolink 7-star oh. ligature, and then he had a Selmer saxophone, so I play Selmer saxophone. And um, I have two different saxophones. I have a vintage one from the 1950s, then I have a newer oh. one, a Super Action 80 Series 2. So um, I, I have fun, you know, recording on both because they sound different. Each one has a little slight different tone. So on, like, Tequila Moon, I use my Super Action 80 Series 2. On the live album, wow. I use my um, Mark VI, so the, the vintage horn. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some I, of the behind-the-scenes. I love to hear you explain all of it. It's, it's so intriguing to me. Oh, thank you. Me too. Yeah, yeah, me too. I and I'm excited that you're. Um, I'm excited that your family member is playing the saxophone. That's great. Yes, my uh, it's my sister's granddaughter, so she's my 
she's my great niece. Um, and when my sister told me, she said, guess who's playing saxophone? I'm like, who? She said, Adriana's playing the soprano. And it blew my mind. I, I just got all over myself. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you influenced yes. her to start playing music since you love it so much and she heard you listening to it. Yes, and it's your you know, favorite whole, instrument. Of course. And you know, <laughs> the, whole, the whole world knows that I love saxophone. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think there's a person that knows me that does not know that information about me. Everybody knows I love sax. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. mm-hmm. the prattle, the alto, the tenor, and um, I had one saxophonist tell another saxophonist, he said, you know, Wanda know all the saxophonists. He said, she know more than I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. I was listening to, I was listening to something today, uh, 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 some, someone's music today and the set just took me just took me away it, it takes me away it doesn't matter if it's a, a mellow tune or a funky tune each one of them does something to me it's just it's just that that particular tone that saxophone tone it, it grabs my ear i just love it that's so true. Okay. Well, I'm glad you found your passion listening to music and actually playing wow. it is so therapeutic, too, for the musicians because we're expressing everything. If we're happy or sad, it comes out in the music. And I just think more people would benefit from just going to concerts because when you're there, you absorb the music and it becomes part of you. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you feel good, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, want. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that um, the call, the previous caller that you were telling me about has called back in, and I want to bring them on um, before we go off the air. So area code 410, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hi, what's your Hello? name? Hey, this is Rod from the East Coast in Baltimore. Hi, Rod. Hi, welcome Rod. to the show. Say hello to Jesse. Hey, Jesse. How are you? Good. I've actually known Rod since my very first CD came out, Tequila Moon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you remember which yeah, venue we, it was? Was it at the Birch Talk Festival? Yeah, we met at Birch, and she had just come mm-hmm. out with her uh, first CD, Tequila Moon, and uh, we got a chance to talk um, after the show, and um, her personality shined just as much as her music did, so... Um, since then, I've been following their career and actually doing a lot of the uh, photography at their shows. And um, I just wanted Jesse to speak on this, um, I guess, this item. Um, how have the fans fed you in terms of your music career? Because um, I've observed you as you interacted with the fans before and during this and after the shows. And um, like I said, the fans just love you just observing that and how have you benefited from feeding off of the fan base that you've built over your 10 plus really plus year career thanks rod well the fans inspire me people like you they come to the shows and i know how much you love the music and the songs and they have a special meaning to you so 
that makes me happy. So when I get to the shows and I know that certain people are going to be there or that my fans are there, I'm like, man, this is for them. So it's kind of like my gift to everyone for just supporting me throughout the years. And then it's something that we can share because 10 years is a long time to know someone and experience all the different venues that you've been to as well and different states, you know, that you've traveled to to see shows. So I think it's just such a unique experience that the fans and the jazz artists can, you know, actually become friends and know each other. And it's so cool because a lot of other music, like if you're a country artist, you probably don't know your fans. Or if you're a pop artist, I don't know if you get to know your fans. But I know the jazz musicians really do enjoy their fans. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a special, mm-hmm. unique bond. Right. And like you said, I've, I've observed that not only with you, but a lot of the smooth jazz artists, they're, they're so open and warm. And like I said, they, they feed off of their fan base. And I think it influences um, their music to a certain degree as well. It does. Sometimes I ask the fans, like, what did you song did you like the best tonight? And whatever they say, I make sure I play that one the next night. So and then there's sometimes I'll try a song. It doesn't really go over that well. And the fans like it anyways. They're like, hey, that was cool. But um, I'm like, okay, you have to change that part of this song. or just change it up a little bit. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. like, having Rod at all the shows doing pictures, I have memories from years and years. And he actually did some photos for my Wikipedia page as well. So if you go to my Wikipedia page, you'll see his, his art there, his photos. Oh, cool. Oh, all but right, Rod. Um, well, that's awesome. Like I said, keep doing what you're doing, and um, I, I like I said, you're preparing for the big event. So um, many blessings to you and your husband. And um, like I said, when when you get, oh, I'll say you won't get done with that because this is a new chapter in your life. But um, we'll be looking forward to the news on the blessed event and um, more great music in the future, of course. Oh, thanks, Rod. Likewise, I, I look forward to um, all the things that are to come, as well as seeing you at a future show. When I'm back out on the East Coast, I'll be sure to let you know, and then, you know, you can come hear some more new music. All right, Jesse. Take care, and um, okay. like I said, take care, Rod. looking forward to great event and new music. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for calling, Rod. Okay. All right. All right, Ms. Wanda, before I go, you have any more questions? Well, I have one. Yes, um, it came to, I think it was last year, last year. Was it, last year? it was either last year or year before last. Are you going to come back to Ramshead in Annapolis, Maryland? Oh, man, that's a wonderful venue. I hope so. Hello. Right now, um, yeah, right now, well, this week I'm actually going to Kansas. I'll be in Wichita and also Indiana. I'm going to the Summer Factory where they make my saxophones. And then I have a show here in California at San Diego. I'm going to take some time off. I I don't think you heard I'm having a baby this summer. Yes, I know. So I'm going to take some time off and then, yeah, then I'll come back. Oh, you know, Rod, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, uh, it, it's so funny how I know him. Um, you know, we go to a lot of jazz shows around here. Um, I went to an event, I, I forgot which one it was, um, in Baltimore, Maryland, at the Murphy Arts Center, and my cousin worked there. 
she's on the event staff. She's also worked in the admissions department for Morgan State. And she was telling Rod about me. Mm-hmm. And whenever she saw me, she said, this is my cousin I was telling you about. He said, oh, I already know her. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool. That's funny. It, it was just so cool because she was telling him that I go to a lot of jazz shows. And, he, and she said, you might know her. And, and you know, it's it just, I guess it just didn't ring a bell because he didn't really know my name because I remember seeing him where we went to see Warren Hill at a high school. This was like a couple of years, oh, couple of years ago. yeah, yeah. Warren Hill, um, the high school was Glenel High School in Glenel, Maryland. The the band department requested his daughter, Olivia Rock, to come and perform. And Warren mm-hmm. and Tamara came with her, yes. And, and that's how I got to meet Warren Hill. Oh, yeah, Warren's great. Mm-hmm. I love his playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah his yeah, daughter is very talented. Oh, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. His daughter is awesome. I love her. Love her. Mm-hmm. On, I remember when she was on she American was Idol. Yes, yeah, she was on American Idol. She still was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right, yeah. Miss Wanda, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to close the show, so I want to get another okay. song in. Uh, I'm going to close the show with another song, but I appreciate you giving me a, giving us a call. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Wanda. Course, so good to talk to you, and hopefully I'll be at the Ramshead I, soon. I hope to see you at Ramshead or somewhere in the DMV, but trust me, I'll catch up to you. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks a lot. All right. Have a, have a good night. one, and congratulations again. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, bye-bye. See you later, Jackie. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz, and visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com.